Hey everyone, my name is Bills Buster, and if you can figure it out, that's not my real name. And the reason why I'm not using my real name is to be very honest with you, I'm going to tell you some stories that I've experienced in an attempt to try and find the truth. And it's a little bit wacky, it's crazy, but I can guarantee you everything that comes out of my mouth is the absolute 100% truth. It's going to be adult talk. So yeah, sometimes I do drop the F-bomb, sometimes I do get a little bit fired up about what's going on. But I want what I'm trying to do is to let you know this is what's happening to me. I'm walking in the dark with a piece to a puzzle looking for help. If you have a story or another piece, please share it with me as we go through. The format of this podcast can be real simple. I'm going to introduce myself and what's happening and how how my experiences came to fruition. And then from there, I'm going to share with you one vision at a time. At any point in time, you can share your visions with me. Please understand that's um, an important piece to this. I don't have all the answers. Matter of fact, I don't have any answers. But what I'm trying to do is cut through the bullshit and get right to it. Like what is happening and how can we solve these things? How can we make life easier for those people? So real quick, I have always known I've been a pretty sensitive person. I know that I would say maybe an empath is possible. Little things like when I was younger, I couldn't watch Cinderella. I couldn't do it because of the, 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 the wicked stepsisters or whatever the hell it was in that story would make me so sad that my mom had to hold it back for me. She would say concepts as a teacher she was. She would say concepts that I would not even be able or should have been able to grasp. I grasped at a very early age. Right away, it was kind of painful and sorry, sorrow. So what I did was, as I got older, I started to bury myself in the violent sports, right? Boxing, wrestling, football. It kind of hardened me. It gave me a tougher shell. I didn't say that I didn't use that stuff. I would every from time to time to try to connect with students because what I ended up doing was taking those physical experiences and turning and applying it into coaching. So with my students and my co- my athletes, I would use that empathy potentially to help them. But there was definitely a shell. Uh, I would say kind of like a denial of some sorts of what was going on. And then in 2012, and I'll get into it later, I heard a voice, a disembodied voice that corresponded with the exact moment of my uncle's death. I blew it off as a coincidence. I even though I know that I heard it, I know that be, uh, that there were witnesses to me hearing it, and uh, but I just figured it was just the emotion of the time as well as a complete coincidence. I'd always been, I would say, uh, agnostic to the paranormal. I thought like these were great stories, but I was a doubter. There's no doubt about that. And I thought maybe that was just it. But then in 2013, I had some unresolved health issues. Nothing crazy, but stuff that my doctor really wanted me to challenge and to take on. Um, I had high blood pressure. I was on multiple pills. I had the things that every American have, overweight, high cholesterol, overstressed. And what he wanted me to be able to do, he couldn't give me any more pills. He wanted me to take on what we call contemplative exercises as terms of and meditate and then try to change my diet and see if this type of therapy would work. And you know what? God damn it, it did. It was kind of crazy, but it actually worked. It worked so well that I got to be off all of my medications. It's crazy. I mean, it's a, what is a success story, right? Who gives a shit? But either way, it worked. 
And I did take the meditation very seriously. And I, I, because it was working and I was off of these pills. So then basically as I got deeper into the meditation around four or five months into it, I, I mean, I don't also the fucking say it. I started hearing and seeing dead people. In 2014-15, I was a good solid four to five months deep into this meditation. And all of a sudden, that's when these things happened. You know what I mean? Things, I'm talking about visions, uh, you know, maybe I would I would say full body apparitions, uh, messages being sent to me from somewhere. And I began um, writing these things down and decided that I'd go somewhat public with these stories under the name of Bill's Buster through the unbelievable podcast that was hosted by Brian Frangie. And that experience for me was really good and bad. The people at the podcast were absolutely amazing. They hooked me up with a channeler. They tried to help me with understanding what was happening. Um, I gave me an outlet to share what was happening. The channeler herself told me to, you know, listen to um, my intuition as best as I possibly could and, and lean into what was going on. And because of this, my visits actually continued. It went from maybe once or twice every 12 to 14 months getting something to almost I could bring it on every single day. Um, that was the time where I started to break down, I think, a little bit mentally. I was going from a doubter to a guarded believer to realizing that there was something really going on here. I felt like either this was real, maybe someone was messing with me, or I was literally having some sort of midlife crisis mental breakdown. So I went right away, mostly out of fear, back to my old routines. I stopped contacting any podcast. I stopped recording the things that I knew was happening to me. And I went on from there. I didn't um, realize, though, once I stopped, I kind of forgot about this, the fact that it was actually helping me physically with some of the ailments that I was having. So as soon as I stopped, I started heading back in the wrong direction physically. All of the issues that I resolved through meditation and contemplation were back with me high blood pressure, high cholesterol. I put that weight back on. My heart rate was was through the roof. The stress was over the top. And I realized now that I needed the meditation. I needed the contemplative stuff in order to maintain health. So I went back to it, but this time I did it a little bit differently. I didn't just follow my doctor's advice. I went and got myself uh, with a uh, mental health expert. Finding a mental health professional, I felt, would allow me to start my meditations and cope with whatever side effects I might be having. We set a behavioral plan with the idea that using paranormal as a reason for any of my visions or side effects, we'll call them, were maladaptive and considered to be unhealthy and enabling my problems. So what I would do is I would share these stories with my um, counselor and we would go over um, very much so the reasoning other than paranormal that I could have these experiences. Maybe it was intuition 
or some kind of impression that I got while reading or watching TV. We went story by story, even the ones that were verified by loved ones and others by email notes that I used to send, take to myself as well as to the podcast. Together, we'd frame these in science and reality, and I really started truly meditating again. This was 100% fine with what I wanted to do. I felt like I was going batshit crazy, and I really needed to stop. One of the things that I noticed in this time is even if I watched, looked, or or listened to a paranormal uh, YouTube or podcast, right smack dab in your gosh darn third eye, I started to get a tingle. The more I meditated, the more that thing would tingle. It's almost as if it was acting as a a lie detector. When something would resonate with me, I could feel it and sense it. As each story and I, I would tell these things to my counselor, the framework of reality and science started to collapse. At one point, I told my doctor that I had a vision, or what we were calling a dream or night terror. When I was done with my story, he abruptly ended. And this guy was a pretty mild-mannered guy. But he abruptly ended, and I was upset because I thought maybe I made him um, mad for whatever the reason. The next thing I know, I was agreeing with him to do a group Zoom with three other mental health professionals, a psychiatrist, one outside the state that dealt with religious further, and another mental health professional that would help listen and decide if I needed medication. The dream I shared with my doctor was about his fiance's family previously. And she had the exact same vision on the same night. I did not know he had a fiance. And had no clue that I, I, what I had said was directly relating to her. Nobody in the group thought I was being dishonest or acting insane. And my doctor and I decided to change how we looked at this condition. All of a sudden, maybe not everything can be explained by science and grounded in the realities that we know of. Since then, we've decided that I would try to share my messages out. Put me in a mindset where people can believe them or not, it doesn't matter. And if something doesn't want me to get these messages out, which will explain what those things might be, then they could just suck it. I think these messages, in the end of the day, are important and need to be told, even if one of you just listens. Maybe it's, it's meant for just one person. Maybe it's meant forever, for everybody. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But I still have questions, and I want answers. And I feel like this can help us answer these questions. I will never go on a street corner with a crystal ball and give a reading. I will never charge or benefit for any of these stories financially. All I want is honesty. To this point, I want to share with you what I believe. I believe that there is a space somewhere in between reality and death that we have access to. I also believe that there are opposing forces within us. Something like good and evil, but it's not that simple. It might be more like familiar and foreign all at once. I think that these forces 
and the souls that pass through them are trying to communicate with us, but we protect ourselves with things like humor and masculinity. We close ourselves to these communications and this aspect of reality. For me, this messaging seems to be getting clearer, and I think that's happening across the board. More and more people are starting to awaken to the possibilities that there's things that that just can't be unexplained. I also think that we're starting to wake up to the fact that this world is in a world of shit. And I want to make sure that we are prepared for whatever is coming our way. So I have a piece, one small little piece, and I'm looking for the rest of them. Please help me find the rest of these pieces so we can start to make sense of what it is that's actually happening in between this living and dead world.